Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. Good to be back. Amen. After a busy, busy few days. We had a good trip. We did. So. We got to ride and talk together. Today, like this tremendous Thursday, yes. is going to be the best Thursday of your life. We were leaving that. Yes, God. You know, we were convinced that while reading the Word, Hallelujah. God will lead you to Scripture's for his own reasons and your own good. Hallelujah. One of those says, He has showed you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Mm. This passage is in Micah 6 a 6 a is one such verse. As I don't recall being drawn to read or meditate on this particular book in the Bible very often, no offense to Micah. But we were stirred by the phrase, what does God, what does the Lord require of you? Here are seven things God does not require you to do. You heard me right. Here are seven things God does not require you to do. One, the Lord does not require that you just get by. God doesn't want us to live in lack. Psalm 34.10, 34.10 says this in the classic Amplified. The young lions lack food and suffer hunger, but they who seek, inquire of, and require the Lord by right of their need and on the authority of his word, none of them shall lack any beneficial thing. You know, God has pleasure in our prosperity. He's not against it. He's for it. He says in Psalm 35.27, we know this well. 3527, let them shout for joy and yes. be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God wants you to have more than enough. He's ready. Psalm 3719, 3719, New Living Translation says, they will not be disgraced in hard times, even in famine they will have more, more than, than enough. Wow, I love it. What a promise. Number two, the Lord does not require that you live from paycheck to Prozac. That's right. God does not require nor does he desire that we live in debt. Psalm 20, I'm sorry, Proverbs 22.7, 22.7 contemporary English version. The poor rule by the rich and those who borrow are slaves of the moneylenders. Romans 13.8, 13.8, classic amplified. Keep out of debt and owe no man anything except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor, who practices loving others, has fulfilled the law, relating to one's fellow men, meeting all its requirements. The Message Bible translation of Romans 13.8, very clear. Don't run up debts except for the huge debt of love that you owe each other. Mm. The Lord wants us to be lenders and not borrowers. Deuteronomy 15.6, 15.6, classic Amplified Bible. When the Lord your God blesses you as his promise, then you shall lend to many nations, which you shall not borrow, and you shall rule over other nations, and they shall not rule over you. Number three, the Lord does not require you to live in sickness. Matter of fact, he doesn't want you to. That's right. And thank you for all the prayers you sent up for Lawrence. Lawrence Cook, yes. Third John 2, yes. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things 
that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. We suggest that you personalize that scripture as part of your daily confession, especially if you need a touch of, from Jehovah Rapha. In Exodus 15.26, Exodus 15.26, it says this, If Lawrence diligently hearkens to the voice of the Lord his God and does what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on Lawrence, for I am the Lord who heals Lawrence. And we know that he is healed from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Yes. We even have healing scriptures. You can put your name in that. Yeah. If you go to heraldherring.com, personalize those healing scriptures. You know, we may a, a weapon may be formed against us, but we know this one thing. We have authority over all of the ability of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We stand on the word, and that which was formed against us may, will dissipate and disappear. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Number four, the Lord does not require that you fight the battles of your life all alone. Can anybody say hallelujah, hallelujah. to that? Hebrews 13.5, 13.5, classic amplified. For he, God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree mm. leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down. Relax my hold on you, assuredly not. What a statement. Romans 8.31, 8.31, classic, classic amplified. What then shall we say to all this? Mm. If God is for us, oh, hallelujah. Who can be against us? Who can be our foe if God is on our side? Hallelujah. And he is. You know, when things start to go south, you got to go, Lord, just not look at the circumstance. Go, Lord, I, I rest and stand in the assurance of you. I don't look at the circumstances. I look at the Lord, my God. He is big enough to solve every problem in this world. Number five, the Lord does not require you to give up your dreams because of overwhelming odds or seemingly impossible obstacles. Now, everybody who knows Bev Hearing, what would be the first thing I say? <laughs> Go read the story of Joseph. That's it. that'll tell you that it can look crazy and still come out okay. Don't make excuses for what you feel you can't or didn't do. You know, we've often said if you're good at making excuses, you're not going to be good at anything else. Don't be getting caught That's up true. on excuses. It's true. It's a swirl that'll take you in the wrong direction. 1 John 2, 28, 1 John 2, 28, Message Bible says, And now, children, stay with Christ. Live deeply in Christ. Then you'll be ready for him when he appears, ready to receive him with open arms, with no cause for red-faced guilt or lame excuses well, when he arrives. It says it right there. <clears throat> yes, time you and I spend making excuses. We can't be used making a difference. We need to quit making excuses and start making a difference. Absolutely. It's important for us to get Philippians 4.13 engrafted into our lives. King James Version says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Message Bible translation says, whatever I have, whatever I am, I can make it through anything in the one. Notice it says, in the one who makes me who I am. Living Bible says it this way. For I can do everything God asks me to with the help of Christ who gives me strength and power. That's another super one to, to uh, personalize. For Bruce can do everything God asks Bruce to do for, with the help of 
Christ who gives Bruce the strength and power. Glory to God. Glory to God. Number six, the Lord does not require you to ignore his word in order to be successful. Joshua 1a, 1a. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. If you love Jesus, then you are following his scriptural principles as easily as 1, 2, 3, or actually make that First Kings. 2-3, which is in the Amen. New Living Translation, says, Observe the requirements of the Lord your God and follow all His ways. Keep the decrees, commands, regulations, and laws written in the law of Moses so that you'll be successful in all that you do and wherever you go. Mm -hmm. Number seven, the Lord does not require you to do just enough to get by on the job or in your life. True. God is, mm, does not require, matter of fact, he frowns on us living in mediocrity when we have so much more inside us. Matthew 5.16, 5.16 Classic Amplified. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your moral excellence and your praiseworthy, noble, and good deeds and recognize and honor and praise the, and glorify your Father who is in heaven. 1 Corinthians 15.58, 15.58, Classic Amplified. Several things stirred in our spirits. But yes. We're going to just, well, let's read this. I'm going to read this and what it says. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. One thing that the Lord has brought up to me recently was when I just encounter somebody, maybe I'm checking out at a store and you sense that somebody needs a word of encouragement, just speak a little word. You never know what that one little word that's could it. do for that one person that's really seeking and in trouble or really needs help. So what's the work of the Lord? You know, some might interpret that as just things that we do at the church. As I just said, that's not even the half of it. It's true, we can do a lot and help, but there is so much more in the service of the Lord. The little things that we speak, the little things that we say to encourage somebody else. Scripture says we're to do everything for the Lord's approval. How we work on the job should be done as though we are doing it for the Lord himself. Don't let personalities get in the way, think of the Lord your God. It says that even what we've done to the least of these, my brethren, just think of it as being done unto me. So we need to think in that area. You know, every area really of our human endeavor should be done as though God is watching us because he is. Yes. He's with us every he minute is. of the day. Message Bible of Micah 6.8 says it this way. But he's already made it plain how to live, what to do. What God is looking for in men and women is quite simple. Do what's fair and just to your neighbor. Be compassionate and loyal in your love and don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. Hallelujah. That is a good word. Yes, it is. 
you know, we don't have to wonder what God requires of us. It's spelled out in the word that I know each one of us reading every day. Micah 6, 8 message, remember, says, do what is fair and just to your neighbor. Be compassionate, loyal in love, and don't take yourself too seriously. Take what God says seriously, really, is what he's saying. Anyway, what does God require of us, honey? It is our best and our obedience to yes, the word Lord. of God. I was just How thinking of that. Hallelujah. That's something to meditate on. It really is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Today, let Bev and I and everybody hear our voice. Yes. Grab a hold of this. Hallelujah. What does God require of us? Mm. And let us come into a real realization. It's our best. Yes. And obedience to his word. Hallelujah. That's the key. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.